Hey there, you guys. Ben here from So Very Creative, back with another episode of our podcast series, Worldwide What. Each week, we sit down with a new Northamptonshire business to find out a little bit more about the work that they do and the ways that they're using technology and the internet to make the most of lockdown. Big thanks for stopping by. We're going to turn this music down and get on with the show. Hey there, you guys. A big thanks for taking the time to stop by. We really appreciate it. Uh, really hope you guys are doing okay, staying well, and staying safe out there wherever you are listening to this show. Uh, we're back with another episode in our podcast series, and this week taking a look at an area that's always been a pretty traditional strength here in Northamptonshire, and that's the area of food and drink. Um, outside of logistics and motorsport, quite often food and drink's one of the big three key industries that people talk about here in the county, and it's one that employs literally thousands of people from some of the bigger producers like Carlsberg and Weetabix, uh, all the way down to a really cool ecosystem of amazing little producers creating all kinds of different tasty treats, whatever it is that you're into. Uh, Indeed, just this week, we've been uh, picking up and enjoying some really nice new coffee from a new coffee company in Earls Barton that came to us for a chat about some website and social media stuff. So there really is a whole load of amazing food and drink producers out there that you guys could be checking out and hopefully supporting as well. Um, For our interview this week, we sat down with a company who have in particular been filling our Instagram feeds of late with some amazing looking creations and that's the vanilla bean cake company based up in slipton uh, we had a really great chat with lucy about how she's been keeping the good folks of northamptonshire well stocked in tasty treats through the lockdown period really hope that interview is of interest and that'll be along in a second but before we do two small pieces of housekeeping from me first up as ever if you haven't already we would love for you to check out some of the work being done by the team right now over at northampton hope center they continue to do some incredible stuff supporting some of the most vulnerable people across northamptonshire they're are loads of ways that you can get involved and details can be found over on their website at northamptonhopecentre.org.uk Secondly, on the subject of great local causes that could do with some help and support and our friend Charlene and the team at Miss Campbell and Style News UK are running a fundraiser right now in aid of Northamptonshire Rights and Equality Council. This body do some fantastic advocacy work locally and do much needed work supporting the victims of racial discrimination in our county. Um, honestly, to think that discrimination and prejudice doesn't exist right on our own doorsteps would be, I guess, naive at best. Um, and honestly, I think it's important that we remember just because we haven't personally seen or experienced racism and its effects that the problem doesn't exist. So simple fact is they exist everywhere and it's honestly our responsibility collectively to come together and try and exert the pressures and changes that we need to so to look at making some of the systemic changes that honestly is long overdue. With that in mind, we really would love for you to check out the campaign that Charlene and the team are putting together. We've already made a small donation to this fundraiser and uh, honestly are educating ourselves all the time on ways that we could be finding out more, doing more to to educate ourselves and to find other places to put those donations as well. For the time being though, please do head over to stylenewsuk.com and you can click on the fairly prominent link over there to hopefully make a donation to the campaign as well. So that's our end of our housekeeping section for today. Really hope those two causes in particular is something you might take the time to, uh, to get involved with and lend some support to. And in the meantime, we're going to catch up with Lucy from the Vanilla Bean Cake Company. Is it working now? Ah, there we go. I can hear you. <laughs> Don't you love Sorry. it? That's all right. I've Don't you love it when all this technology before. does what it's supposed to? <laughs> oh, I'm glad my internet's working because we've had such a problem. Sorry. Oh, really? Mm. Basically, we got GigaClear, which is fibre, because I live in Slipton, so it's okay. a tiny little village. And, like, I think at the minute, before GigaClear, we had, like, I don't even know how many megabytes, it was so low. So they put it in and it got installed, but now it's not working again. So we've had to go back to our old internet. 
luckily we've still got it otherwise we'd be out without no internet so yeah i've turned off every appliance at home guys a nightmare just as the world moves online then no internet that's the worst possible choice i mean it's i've always been in a house where there's been fiber and then we moved to slipton and it's just people just don't understand there's no signal there's no fiber it's awful but yes it works it almost sounds like an excuse in 2020 doesn't it to go oh my internet's not working because people just take it for granted that everyone's got high speed now don't they? i know i mean people come and collect deliveries off me and like cakes and stuff and they're like they try and message me but it won't go through if they've got no internet oh really and i'm just like really sorry man alive keeps it keeps it interesting if nothing else always, it does, a, it always does. a challenge so how are you doing out there lucy it's great to meet you thank you very much it's for taking your time to chat with us how oh, are you no doing out there? are you okay i am very busy that's a good thing surely busy. yeah i mean i've been it's weird to say but since everything like coronavirus happened and everything i've been the busiest i've ever been really it's so mental. that's interesting to hear absolutely mental i've never been this busy okay and I think it's because, well, just because people are at home and the fact that I'm able to go and do a non-contact delivery with people yeah, and just, you know, they, yeah, I just, I couldn't believe it actually. Okay. Um, because I don't know, I, I'm just a bit, I'm overwhelmed by it all. I mean, I'm very grateful, but the amount of support I've had from people is insane as well. That's but, amazing. I think there's a really uh, nice community in North Ants for that. I think yeah, definitely. a really nice audience and, and yeah. out there for small businesses. I agree completely. It's a really nice place to live. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder perhaps to, to paint a bit of a picture, perhaps before all of this kind of started and lockdown came in and stuff, perhaps you could just paint us a little picture about, uh, about the Vanilla Bean uh, Cake Company and, and kind of how you came to be and, uh, and what you started. <laughs> um, so... Before I was, I started my own business, I was working as a waitress. I absolutely hated it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always suffered with um, anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. from the age of 15. And baking has always been my um, way of coping. It's been my mechanism of coping and stuff. So um, I became poorly when I was being a waitress and I, I left the job. I took... A month, a um, couple of months off, by the the doctor told me to, and okay. uh, I got put on new medication. And in those two months, I started planning my own business. Yeah, and then it just sort of took off from there. Okay. I mean, I it's I just can't. I it still doesn't seem real to me. I cook everything in an, a kitchen oven <laughs> from my parents' house. Okay, I uh, just a normal standard kitchen. Um, but yeah, it's nearly two it'll be two years in november since i started nice. and i started at age 20 200 pounds in my bank account and you know now it's just insane i mean i have i sold out i did a brownie box drop a couple of weeks ago i sold out in half an hour i yeah, sold that's cool. they looked awesome actually 52 <laughs> boxes of brownies in half an hour wow and i just i mean i had to make over 350 brownies <laughs> but it is completely worth it and you know i am proud of myself where i've come because i left school at 15 no gcse's nothing due to my mental health okay and i just can't believe it where i am today compared to that like i'm 22 i have my own successful business that i just sometimes get my head around that so that's amazing. It's such a nice story to hear actually yeah someone uh, kind of coming through that through a, a time yeah. 
real it's crazy. It is really like, crazy. I mean, last last year, um, I don't know if you've heard of Muddy Stilettos. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I got nominated um, for the best new business in Northamptonshire. Oh, amazing. And I came second. That's awesome. <laughs> I was up against a high street shop. Okay. And my little business came second. That's it amazing. was crazy. And that yeah, would it was the first year of operation, would it have been last year? What was that? And would that have been your first year of operation last yeah. year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it, well, I started in the November, and in the May was when the awards was May, wow. June. I know it's, it's crazy. crazy. Months. Mm. Wow. Okay, so it yeah. sounds like things were kind of starting to build up to quite a nice kind of head of steam. I guess yeah. at the start of this year, perhaps before all of. Oh this, yeah, definitely, definitely. It, it, it sounds um, from what you were saying like uh, the, the, the situation as it is hasn't really kind of slowed you down. You've been able no. to. Kind of, no. I think I took capitalise. Sounds quite cynical. Yeah, it? but um, you, you've been able to to see opportunities from it at least. Yeah, and I, I actually can't believe that. I mean, at the start of it, I didn't. I just stopped completely. Okay. I didn't do anything because I was worried about getting supplies and things like that. So as soon as lockdown went into force, I stopped. Um, and I thought, you know, I can't. I can't. I don't want to do this. So I want to make sure that I'm safe and everything and I need to save money was the first thing that I was going to yeah, yeah. save money yeah. because as a self-employed person you don't know what's going to happen no and then I sort of started getting slowly getting some supplies back in and seeing that some places where I order stuff from opening back up and things like that and that food deliveries were still going on yeah and I obviously follow a lot of other cake businesses in this area and worldwide and I just thought maybe I should give it a bit of a go. Yeah. So I did a giveaway and then that giveaway then has turned into these brownie box drops. Okay. And now I'm still starting to get back in to do the celebration cakes. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I think I took two weeks off. That was it. So were you doing kind of a collection delivery model beforehand? How no. were you kind of reaching no. people beforehand? Um, so I had never done a brownie box okay. drop as whatever it's called before. I'm not primarily a delivery dessert business i do bespoke birthday cakes wedding cakes i do frapson's farmer's market okay. every month um and i i do the occasional like box of one flavor of brownies and stuff like that but i've never done this where i go and deliver it to people's houses like in a bulk thing like 50 boxes mm. so i thought i'll just trial it and i just had to keep getting bigger and bigger each week because it would just sell out that's amazing. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. My parents <laughs> hate me. Oh, I bet they do. Yeah, I bet they're electric. <laughs> they're just like, we just want a treat. That. I know, I know. But yeah, but I'm super grateful for everything. It's 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 mind blowing in a way. I just sometimes I sit here and I think, what, what's going on? I still don't think it's real. <laughs> no, it's amazing, and it's. I, I don't know about you. I'm I'm kind of in a similar position at the minute, where you know I'm I'm kind of lucky to be able to uh, kind of carry on doing. Yeah. And, and keep yeah, yeah. people out and stuff so yeah it, it's it's kind of nice like you say isn't it to be able to i suppose it gives not a, a complete distraction because it's yeah. <laughs> you oh. know, it's impossible to avoid what's going on in the world isn't it but i certainly don't know how i'd have coped this last three months no. without the distraction of work i, I mean know. in the two weeks i was off i was going insane i i work normally a six-day week i don't really take time off because i see it as you know I just put my heart and soul into my job because I'm, I'm just that sort of person. Yeah. And, you know, I rarely, very rarely take holiday. And people say to me, you need to take a break. You need to do this. <laughs> but, and then I, it, I was doing nothing from day to day. And I just, I became obsessed with cleaning. Okay. And 
And then I thought, you know, I can't cope doing this. So I just, I thought, I'm just going to do it. And I, I follow all the guidelines, you know, I have all my, everything's clean. I have my full um, five-star food hygiene routine, you know. My dad works in mass food business production. So he treats my kitchen like he would, like, a massive company's yeah. like wet like um, what's it called factory <laughs> he's really on top of it for me so because he does the health and safety for his food places where he works so yeah okay so he treats it like i'm in an industrial business when in fact it's just me and my kitchen aid <laughs> planning for the job you want not the job you've got <laughs> yeah. i know yeah so you, you, when, you, when time comes to scale it up and move into some bakery uh, on the uh, outskirts of northampton somewhere you'll be, <laughs> you'll be ready to go that would be the dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tell me, do you mind me asking this might be uh, perhaps a, a a very personal question to ask someone that I've just met but you mentioned obviously struggling with with kind of depression and anxiety and stuff in the past I'm not gonna lie that's, that's exactly very similar situations myself you know at around the same kind of age 14 15 started dealing with yeah. you know, a lot of the same kind of issues and honestly it was kind of late 20s for me before I really mm-hmm. got a grasp on some of those um, kind of issues personally I've actually found some of that kind of starting to spike again this last three, four months while this is going on. But I've actually yeah. found, I don't know if you're the same, that kind of running my own business, having some kind of control and some autonomy over that has actually given mm-hmm. me uh, kind of a huge amount of comfort through that and helped me try oh, and yeah. manage some of that anxiety kind of quite effectively. Have you found the same thing? Yeah. Being able yeah. to focus what you're doing into something productive that you can manage yeah. that a little easier? Definitely. I completely 100% agree. I mean, like I said, going back to those two weeks where I did no work whatsoever, mm-hmm. I I wasn't good. I, you know, I'm still on medication. I have been since I was 15. Okay. And I was not myself because my work is my way of coping because yeah. it's the baking. Yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't bake. I didn't have, because I was... Um, didn't have any of my ingredients or anything because it was so hard to get everything and I just I just wasn't myself and I just think uh, I'm so glad that I'm able to keep my mind distracted yeah yeah because I don't I try not to read the news as bad as it is because you know I just I don't like things that are out of my control and I just have to sort of block it out in a way because otherwise I will then you know get anxiety and stress out and stuff like that so having my work I just focus on that and then it keeps me down straight and narrow so yeah I think it's definitely the way to go there's a danger oh, isn't it? you can just overload too much I tend to do kind of 20 minutes in the morning when I get up on the news and then the press conference yeah. at night and honestly I, I fail to see that there's going to be anything that shocking that comes out in the 10 no. hours either side of those I know, I know. change my mind one way or the other you know I know I mean there's so much of the unknown as well that I think really affects everybody and I just think you know it's really hard but I try and say to myself you just have to realize it is out of your control and you just have to keep living your life the best way you can and if you sit on the sofa for a whole day and not do anything that's okay because you are living you know it's okay to be like that and you know I mean there's a lot of people that are taking this whole thing you know and they're running and they're doing all the sorts of exercise and, you know <laughs> completing projects and stuff and I'm just like there's so much pressure on people and I just feel like it, it's hard because there's a lot of people that are struggling with it all and I mean yeah. I have an identical twin 
Okay. And she's a nurse in Birmingham. Oh, wow. In the district. So, you know, I just think she's doing an absolutely amazing job. And, and people, I just don't know, I just, you know, she's struggling. She struggles so much because she hasn't seen us. Sure. We haven't seen each other in over 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah. Because my daddy's a nurse. We haven't yeah. seen him for months as well, yeah. No, and I mean, we are so close. And that this is the longest we've ever gone without seeing each other. Wow. And it's just hard. And But you've, I just feel like we're just going to have to keep carrying on and try and stay as positive as possible. I think so. I think so. Do you do you think maybe that uh, kind of general pressure on people is one of the things maybe sending them in your direction for a box of cake in <laughs> actually <laughs> a really great, easy, kind of quick way yeah. of, of kind of perking people up and that actually, you know, what you're oh, doing totally. is yeah. bringing a bit of joy to everybody out there. Yeah. I, my friend said to me the other day, she said, you're just making the world better one cake at a time. And I was like, I really <laughs> am. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be my new motto. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the things I, you know, I go and drop these cakes off and these, um, especially this little girl, she was so happy. Oh, just half, and I just, I just feel like I'm doing, just doing my little bit. And, you know, I mean, yesterday I went, I was collaborating with a, um, another business and they got some um, cakes off me and they took it to Kettering General okay. and they gave it to all the nurses on a certain ward. And to see them with my cakes and telling me how good they taste and stuff, you know, they are the ones that need it as well. And, you know, nothing like a bit of sugar to keep you going as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. That's really nice to hear, actually. And tell me, how, curiously, how are, how are you finding people kind of coming to you and discovering the work that you're doing and the bakery and stuff? Are you kind of doing a lot on social media? Are you kind of fairly active web-wise and stuff? What are you finding working for you in terms of reaching new people? I mean, I don't have a website, so it is purely Facebook and Instagram okay. that I that just is and, and word of mouth as well. But I would say my main things are Facebook and Instagram. It's insane. I mean, I started off at, at the beginning of the lockdown. I started off with about five hundred and fifty likes on Facebook. Okay, I'm now up to eight hundred and forty. Okay. So just in that 10-week period, you know, there's people that are um, buying things and then they're sharing things and stuff like that. It has gone massive. Nice. It's crazy. I suppose that's the beauty of of the stuff that you do, actually, isn't it? As soon as it arrives, it's in itself a very shareable piece of content. Everyone's going to snap it, get it straight up onto their own kind of Instas. People aren't doing much other than being on social media. It's such a big thing in this whole thing. And if people didn't have it as well, I think you know, it it could be a lot worse. I think it helps a lot of people because it's how they interact with people. Yeah. And, you know, and I just, I love the fact that everyone can just share what they've bought or where they've got it. And there's a lot of nice things that are going on on social media things as well at the minute as well. So, yeah. Okay. And how much of that is, how much of your time is that kind of taken up on a weekly basis compared to what you're spending baking versus delivering and stuff like that? I don't stop. Okay. My my boyfriend <laughs> used to tell me, he said to me, you need to turn your phone off. But I can't bring myself to do it. You know, yeah. I am one of those people, if someone messages me at half 11 at night, I will reply yeah. and that sort of thing. But there is a point when you think, you know what, I am going to have to draw a line between, mm-hmm. you know, my life and my business. And I find that incredibly hard. 
I mean, so I bought an I bought an iPad okay. a, a few weeks ago. So I put everything that is vanilla bean on my iPad, and I've just kept my phone as just my own phone. That's quite a nice way of doing it, actually. Yeah. And otherwise, the there, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be in the middle of a supermarket, and someone will ring me, and I'll be like, "I'm um, hi," and you know, it just doesn't stop. It just doesn't stop. But you know, I could be in a other position and not have anything at all. So yeah. it's nice to have, but sometimes it is a bit overwhelming. And yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because yeah. businesses like ours, we are the business, aren't we? I suppose. Yeah. And when you take that kind of time off, you know, as as important it is as it is for yourself, there is a danger of you know, oh, you know, dust gathering. You know, someone else yeah. is is coming along, baking their yeah. cake behind me. There's a real uh, balance there, isn't there, to, yeah, to making definitely. sure you look after yourself and, and mm. moving in the right direction at the same Yeah, time. definitely. And what does that look like for you then, kind of moving forward as we kind of progress through this and, and potentially, you know, hopefully out the other side before, mm. you know, too long? Yeah. Um, what, what have you got kind of planned for the, the coming weeks and months? What, what, what does the, the, the immediate timeline look like for you at the moment? I mean, I can't wait to get back doing the Frapson Farmers Market because that is where I can actually really connect with people. Yeah. And I have, I sell out every time. It's crazy. I go with no end of cakes and mm. they are completely gone by the end of, I mean, it starts at nine and finishes at 1, 1 p.m. Okay. And sometimes I'll have a queue. It's crazy. Nice. Um, um, so I'm, I really want to get back in and doing the farmers markets. Okay. I guess the big picture is one day, you know, the dream is to have a shop okay. that really just sells cake and tea and coffee. Yeah, yeah. Because that that's that's my dream. When I first started this, this is what that's what I wanted to end up with. But it is just the the cost of everything that I have to take into consideration. Yeah. My next move is getting out of my parents' kitchen because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long I I've outgrown it. You like know. I say, are you, are you kind of almost hitting capacity at the moment in there? I'm over capacity. It's really okay. hard. I mean, I've got two fridges. They've converted their office downstairs into my storage room. Okay. I find it hard with just the one oven. <laughs> <laughs> people, and, you know, people say to me, can you do this? Can you do that? They'll give me like two days notice and say, oh, I need a box of uh, 20 cupcakes tomorrow. Can you do it? And I'm like, I am just one person. Yeah. I I can't, sometimes I can't physically fit it all in and I feel really bad, but I say to people, look, I need a two week notice Yeah. at the minute because it's just chaos. But sometimes I wish there was more than one of me. And is that a, kind of a, perhaps an immediate priority for, for you, do you think, in the next uh, maybe year or so to get a little help in to, to give you a bit more time to perhaps focus on just the baking maybe and let somebody else uh, pick up some of the other stuff? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. My family are a massive help at the minute. Um, they've been going out and doing the deliveries for me because by the time I've made 360 brownies, I don't want to go and deliver. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so they have been going out and doing it for me. But I am so particular about how things are done yeah. that if I was to employ someone else, this, this is my baby. Vanilla bean is my baby. And if I was to get someone else, I'd have to be so particular about who it was. And, you know, because no one knows my recipes. Yeah. No, one, <laughs> no one knows how I do things and things like that. And I don't know. I don't know if it would take away the little 
the little spark behind it if it was to go too big but then I'm thinking well I can't just keep carrying on how I am so it's a hard one <laughs> it's, it's always that interesting challenge isn't it with we're trying to grow a, I suppose a business of any size uh, yeah. or of any flavor um mm. for the pun um yeah it's, it's kind of an issue I've, I've come across myself in in the past is going well yeah it'd be great to have someone kind of in and doing it but then you know I've, even my kids when they come and work with me you know during their summer holidays and stuff and do things you're still always checking every couple of minutes going oh no I don't like that that's not quite right let's let's do it all together and stuff but yeah it is a it's a tricky one isn't it yeah I think my dad made cupcakes for me once and I just had to stop him because I I love him but I just said to I was just like that that's just not right (laughs) just 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 stop because I'm so particular about how things are done I mean every cupcake I make I weigh to the exact amount wow I know so they look identical when they're in a box and I just yeah yeah, I'm a bit particular about things (laughs) (laughs) I've just got high standards I guess well, I think they're, they're probably the best ones to have, if I'm honest. <laughs> then you know, any old tosh will do. You know, we'll, we'll push it out. You know, I think the, I think that's the kind of thing, really, especially a business like yourself. You know, you look through your Instagram and stuff. You know, and everything as you're scrolling down looks absolutely beautiful on there. And that's that's not a mistake. You know, without those kind of standards driving everything you do, and I suppose you're never going to be able to achieve that kind of end result all the time, are you? No, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I have. I I mess up things all the time. I get cakes that sink in the middle. You know, no baker makes everything day in, day out, and everything is perfect. I've had problems where I had a cake explode in the oven once. (laughs) So, you know, it it happens to everybody. I'm not going to sit here and say, look, all my bakes are perfect all the time because they're really not. I have some really bad ones as well. So, but you just don't see those because they just don't get onto the Instagram. Some judicious editing. Yes. <laughs> That's the way to do it, I know. So you mentioned, obviously, people um, at the minute are, are primarily coming into you and, and buying and stuff through Facebook and, and Instagram. Is that, have you got anywhere else online that people can kind of find what you're doing or, or place no, orders or anything like that? That is literally just it because, I don't know, I've never really had the need. Sure. I mean, people can email me and stuff, but I've never really had the need to have a website yeah. or anything like that. So I just, I've never done it. I mean, it would be nice to eventually get that far, but I, I think I'd panic with the fact that people can order something online and then I've got to do it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, releasing a certain amount of boxes, that, that's even stressful. When you have 45 people trying to message you at once, sure. <laughs> that is very stressful. <laughs> so I just about, about managed with that. I mean, last time I put up that I was releasing 50 boxes and then I ended up having to make an extra five boxes because um, I'd, I'd, overcount, I'd undercount, overcounted and I was just like, oh God. So, yeah, I find that even hard. So I don't know, maybe I should think about getting a website. But then I think, well, I've managed about it for now. So... Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It's a tough one. I mean, we always kind of say to people, you know, it's, it's the optician's effect. If you talk to a guy like me, he'll definitely tell you you need a website, you know. So <laughs> you go into an optician's, you'll come out with a pair of glasses. But yes. it's it's an interesting one because, you know, while Facebook and Instagram and stuff are a ready-made audience and you've got that mm-hmm. ready-made channel to do it, you know, there are so many examples of, of businesses, um, you know, selling, I don't know, X widget or whatever that, uh, you yeah. know, 
the algorithm changes within yeah. Facebook or Instagram and suddenly all that visibility drops away, you know, and actually that yeah. audience becomes significantly harder to, to perhaps yeah. mobilize or engage with. But I suppose it's one of those things, every, every business is on a slightly different journey, aren't they? If it's something oh, yeah. I've managed to work without at this point, then... Um, yeah. I think it's also my age as well, because I, I've always used Instagram, I've always had Facebook, yeah. and I've always thought, I've never really got into the idea of a business thing, but then, like a, a, a website thing, but then my mum, on the other hand, would automatically go straight to thinking about a website. Yeah. Because I, don't, I think it's just maybe our generations. I don't know. Well, I was going to ask actually whether you found that kind of generational divide, whether that led to perhaps a slightly different kind of customer coming through to you, whether you're actually uh, kind of reaching a particular sweet spot and maybe, you know, missing out on, on potentially another market if, the, if there's people perhaps not as au fait with, with maybe Instagram as an example. Yeah. I mean... I have people, I mean, I made a cake for a hundred year old. I've made a cake for someone who was 90. So the age range does vary, but then again, it is fewer with the older generation than it is with people my age, maybe a little bit older. Um, So maybe, yeah, there is that, you know, gap in the market, but it hasn't affected me massively as far yet. So. I think when you look at kind of, I tend to think of social media as on kind of a, a bit of a sliding bell curve almost, I think between, you know, you've got the your early adopters that jump on it and then the mums and dads catch up and then the youngsters yeah. drop off the other side, you know. I think, you know, places like Facebook and Instagram, I suppose, are now right at the top of that saturation curve yeah. almost in terms of, you know, the most amount of people that are going to be on there are probably yeah. on there at this yeah. point, you know what I mean? And the Very only true. way is, is down as all the kids jump off and get onto, you know, TikTok or something instead but um, yeah I suppose uh, yeah it, at the minute if you are you know reaching plenty of different people as it is I suppose it seems like it's, it's working quite nicely right now I mean word of mouth as well for me has been massive sure I, you know there's some people that don't even have the have me on follow me on Facebook or Instagram but then will come to me so a word of mouth is another thing of mine as well. So someone will buy a cake for me and then sell someone else about it and then sell someone else or they'll see me at perhaps from the farmer's market. And yeah, so word of mouth is a massive thing for me, especially at the start. Yeah. That was a big thing at the start as well. Yeah. I suppose that's where you know you say about being available at all hours and going the extra mile and having those really high standards. I suppose that's what really engenders most of that. You know, good word of mouth is having that over and above kind of experience with someone, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I want I want to give someone, you know, what I would expect to receive from someone that's buying a cake. So, you know, I look at it as if, well, if I was buying a cake, what would I want? So I will sit and talk everything out with someone. I'll say to them, look, we can have a telephone conversation. And especially when it comes to wedding cakes as well. Sure. My wedding cakes that I do, I give a completely free consultation. Okay. Because at the end of the day, they might not like the taste of my cakes or yeah. they might decide that they want to go for something else. So, you know, but then I've also, I've never not had someone not want a wedding cake. Yeah. So I think that also gives them an incentive. Oh, okay. So it's free. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. They get to eat free tea and cake in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Have you found um, the interest and stuff in things like wedding cakes and stuff kind of dropping off over the last few weeks as people have had to look forward into the summer and kind of put their weddings on pause and stuff? So every wedding I had in 2020 has been cancelled. For real. Mm, So, but they've all been postponed until next year and they've all messaged me and said, 
we want you to do our cake next year, awesome. you know, book us in and stuff. And we're like, oh, okay, well, I need a 2021 20, diary now then. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm, I'm quite fortunate in that way. But, you know, I'm kind of glad because wedding cakes, especially if it's going to be a hot summer, wedding cakes can be a bit of a nightmare. Okay. Because I don't do fondant at all. So everything I do is buttercream. And like a t- day like today, it's just way too warm for buttercream. Yeah. So it can get quite um, stressful. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that you were a, 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 a no fondant uh, outfit on the on the Instagram. Yeah. On the, yeah. the one there. Is that a, a, was there a particular reason for that? Is that a, a specific choice you've made? I personally don't really like fondant. And also I'm not very good at sugar craft either or covering a cake in fondant. And also, I've just tried to be different from every other cake business because there are so many out there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, I'll have my niche. Yeah. I'll be the, I've, I've called myself a fondant-free cake company. Yeah. And I feel like if you took cakes throughout the years, fondant was very popular, I don't know, say five years ago, mm-hmm. compared to what it is now. Yeah. You don't get the fondant cakes like you used to. For example, the wedding cakes. You don't get the fondant wedding cakes really that massively because people like this. It's called a semi-naked cake idea and that sort of thing. So it's all to do with um, trends as well. Yeah, Drip cakes are a massive trend that's in at the minute as well. So, yeah, God knows what I'll do when it goes out of the trend though. So maybe I'll have to start. <laughs> start making fondant cakes <laughs> yeah i've seen them um, oh what's the style that i've seen loads on on instagram where they uh, oh. they kind of pour whole loads of like liquid over the top like, yeah i forget what oh, it's like gelatin and stuff isn't it and yeah, yeah. i find those videos quite hypnotic they <laughs> are, <laughs> there's they some are. cool effects that people can do yeah that's maybe quite gelatin and stuff i think yeah i've not not tried that yet Okay. I think it'll be a bit messy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks highly messy. From what I see, more seems to end up on the counter underneath yes. than on the cake. My mum would be behind me cleaning up after me and going, you're making a mess. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I find it reassuring that at least you've got your mum behind you cleaning up as well because my kids, one of their strategies for dealing with lockdown has been baking, which is great. It means every <laughs> time I walk out of my office, there's a new cake, there's bread, there's scones, there's whatever I fancy in there. They're not so hot on the cleaning up. It looks like a bomb has gone off in my kitchen most afternoons about this time, about 4.30. I'll go downstairs <laughs> in a minute and all hell is going to have broken loose in that kitchen. <laughs> my mum would say I'm, I'm a very messy baker, but I, yeah. I disagree. I feel like I've got better because you have to be organised and tidy. But, you know, she, she's a bit of a clean freak, but she's gone back to work now. Okay. So I'm just left to it. I think I hope <laughs> because there's nothing worse than when you're doing something and she's just there like trying to tidy up and I'm like but I, I need that I need that <laughs> yes yeah. I mean it looks fabulous after I've done all the kitchen's completely clean after I've done but I get into creative mode <laughs> and I will be throwing chocolate wrappers and I just want the cake to be finished I want to see the final yeah. product it's a process isn't it yeah oh yeah <laughs> I call it my creative mode my mum calls it an absolute mess yeah I think <laughs> but at the minute like I've got a cake in the fridge at the minute that I need to finish after this I've got cupcakes to ice I've got to deliver them tomorrow I've got Saturday off and then it's not another day off until next Saturday so 
yeah. it's crazy <laughs> it's brutal isn't it yeah, yeah. I, I promised my kids actually tomorrow afternoon when i finish my webinar at 1 30 that i'll take the afternoon off tomorrow and and, <laughs> and spend some time i think they've got an xbox afternoon planned for tomorrow but <laughs> when i sat and looked at it i was thinking going shit i haven't taken a day off since christmas <laughs> do you know what i mean i think in the, no. the kind of the panic of oh my god my the world's ending. keep the business yeah. moving you know i haven't taken a day yeah. off in about four or five months no i think the last day I had off was my birthday, which was in January. Blimey. Yeah. I don't take holiday. That's the thing. I don't take holiday. Okay. Because I, I see it as, well, I try, I try and take a couple of days, but I haven't had a week off since I started my business. Wow. Okay. And even when I went on holiday last year in November, I went away to Rome for five days. I came back on the Friday. That Saturday, I had my one-year birthday party. I had to make something like... 30 different cakes because oh. I had people come over to my house oh, to celebrate. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit of a challenge. Brutal. It was, it was. But, you know, that's just, just who I am. I mean, I come back from holiday the day after I have a birthday party celebration. But it's all about, I feel it's all about, you know, being self-employed and running your own business. You've just got to push yourself. It's part of parcel, isn't it? I know last time mm. I went on holiday, actually, we landed at Gatwick at about 7.30 in the morning, flying back. And by 8.15, I was pulled over in a service station, having to open the laptop and fix a problem for a client yeah. literally within an hour of leaving the airport. <laughs> Cue my wife being really bloody unhappy at 8.15 in the airport morning. Yeah. I mean, if my boyfriend sees my diary, if we go away for the day or, you know, like I took it to, with me to Rome. Yeah. <laughs> it he's like just just put it away just put it away but i can't bring myself to do it it's a tough one isn't it like you say it is it is always a challenge but um i suppose that's the beauty of it isn't it that's why we do it it is is. awesome well i wonder perhaps there's a neat little um kind of jump to action at the end of our conversation i wonder if it's worth uh if you could just give us a recap of uh the places that people can find you online your usernames and stuff and where people can check you out and get in touch or if you've got an email that you want people to reach out to anything like that Mm -hmm. Yep, so um, the the user for both Facebook and Instagram is at, all one word, the Vanilla Bean Cake Co. Okay. And then my email is the Vanilla Bean Cake Company at gmail.com. Awesome. And we'll make sure we put all of those links and emails and stuff in the show notes so that people can kind of click straight through to it and and find you nice and easily as well. And hopefully send a few people your way to for all those cake boxes. They look amazing, some of the ones. I can't stand brownies. I have made so many. I hate them. I don't eat them anymore. I don't even eat cake anymore. Good Lord, that sounds like a sad I mean, state of affairs. I know, I mean, I started this and obviously I had a love for cake and stuff, but now it's just like, I mean, I obviously try it because I have to make sure that it tastes nice, but I normally give it to my family to see if that's okay. Yeah. Like, make new <laughs> recipes, just like, just try this for me because I really, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, I can't do it. Yeah, nice. it's a love-hate relationship with cake. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, I, I don't know if I'd quite like to enjoy that relationship with cake. I'm all about the love-love relationship. I, th- I feel like that would be don't quite become a baker. place to be, actually, yeah. Don't become a baker, yeah. Don't yeah, do it. Well, it sounds, uh, sounds like you've at least got things trucking along really nicely at the minute over there. Definitely, definitely. Things are, uh, are going well and, and cracking along a pace for you. Thank you. Really Thank nice you. this last few weeks, actually, kind of touching base with 
all kinds of businesses that I've yeah, known of and kind of you know like the pictures and stuff but never actually had the opportunity to, to kind of sit down and chat with actually yeah. so uh, no it's really interesting chatting with you Lucy I really appreciate you taking the time to no uh, worries I'll no as well it sounds uh, it, it sounds like you've got plenty to be getting on with at least uh, over the next are you about done for today are you uh, no. bringing up the, the rolling pin for this evening no no I've got to finish a cake and then I've got to ice cup cakes so I imagine it'll be about seven-ish. No, I mean, I did start later today. It's hard for me. I, when it's warm like this, I'll do as much as I can in the morning mm-hmm. and then I'll stop when it gets like the hottest yeah. because there is just no point. Everything will melt. Yeah. And then I'll just sort of carry on later into the evening because otherwise I will end up probably in tears because everything's melted or, <laughs> you know, with, everything on the floor because it's gone everywhere so i suppose like that it takes you twice as long doesn't it if you're having to fight the conditions as well you might yeah, as well. well it's like one cake in the freezer another cake out the freezer let's yeah. do a layer of that and then put that in because otherwise it just doesn't stay on and it, it you know it is hard i much prefer winter when yeah. it's not more to make cakes as I <laughs> yeah i'm the same yeah <laughs> Man, but tell me just one thing before we jump off. Uh, you mentioned obviously kind of working later into the evening. Out of curiosity, am I the only one whose kind of working pattern and routine is completely shot at the moment? And like the, oh, yeah. the, the kind of the eight to six that I was doing before is completely out of the window at the moment. It's it's not even that. I mean, I don't even know. Sometimes I will wake up early and try and get things done, but other days I just because no one's here, well, no one is normally here, but. I just, I'm just finding myself, you know, taking more time to try and do things. And then it gets to the end and I was like, oh, I've got to do so much more. And I will work. I mean, the brownie boxes. Recently, I have been working until about half past ten at night to try and get things done. Because I don't want things. I I am a real believer in things have to be as fresh as possible. I will not make, I'll probably make a cake. I try and make a cake on the day it goes out if it's going out in the evening and they're having it for the day after say say for example the cake i've made today it is going to be eaten tomorrow so i've made it today and they'll get it tomorrow yeah i I know but i know other cake businesses and you know if that works for them that works for them that will make it on the monday and it will be for the saturday yeah that i'm the same with wedding cakes i will make it all the day before wedding and that's just what i go by because you know i want someone to have a fresh cake no, and you can always tell. <laughs> I, I tend to rank weddings and things like that. I rank them based on winning <laughs> cake primarily. So yeah, the higher yeah. the cake, the better the wedding's going to score in my mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, hopefully it's not too late a night for you uh, over there for for this evening at least. Uh, he says, sure. well, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. I'm just looking forward to Saturday. I've got a good date. Nice. Have you got anything exciting planned, or just literally cudging out with Netflix for the day? Probably sleeping and eating some pizza, probably. That, probably oh, yeah. that sounds pretty blissful, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, I might put myself down for a bit of that. <laughs> as well. it. Sounds pretty idyllic, all time. It does. <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, Lucy, again, really appreciate you taking the time to. No worries, honestly, yeah. anytime. Thank you so much. Good luck. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Lucy. Have an no awesome worries, see you later. in the meantime, mate. And I'll look forward to chatting with you again, hopefully, right. soon. See you soon. Take care. All the best. Bye. Cheers, Lucy. Bye. Well, there we go. A big thank you to Lucy from the Vanilla Bean Cake Company. Be sure to check out her work on Facebook and Instagram. There are some incredible pieces of work on there and really hope you'll be able to maybe look at finding the time to support that little business at some point in the near future as well. 
We'll be back next time chatting to Mark from What's Poppin' Popcorn, who in addition to growing his own business right now, has also built out the very successful concept of the NN Online Food Market, uh, which has been a really cool tool for, for connecting local people with awesome local food and drink producers through the lockdown period as well. Really hope you'll be able to join us for that. In the meantime, to keep up to date with everything that we're up to day to day, be sure to check out our website at soverycreative.com. You can find us on social medias on at soverycreative. And in the meantime, really hope you guys stay safe out there. We'll hope to see you back here soon. All the best.